Welcome back, everyone. Hey, everybody. Yeah. How is everybody doing? Oh, oh I guess I can't. Is this like a can't answer me? Blues Clues or Dora <laughs> the Explorer style where we give them a little bit of silence to answer? We heard all of you. Glad to hear you're doing. Glad to hear you're doing great. Except for you, that one person that is, uh, I'm sorry to hear that you're not doing well. Yeah, Toby, I'm sorry that you're. <laughs> You're uh, being audited by the IRS. Oh, that's, that's pretty terrible. That's really terrible. Dang. Yeah. That's no fun. <laughs> wow. But hey, hopefully you all have all of your organs still. Alan does not. Nope. <laughs> I think I mentioned it once or twice. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll eventually stop yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Whatever. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Lose, losing an organ. Yeah. Losing some weight, too, though, because of it. In yeah. The, in the good way. Oh, yeah. Because you're not drinking. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, and I'm like really watching what i eat so, oh sure 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 so yeah had a follow-up at the doc today and nice he, he's just telling me to he gave me this uh supplement called cola call and one of the ingredients in it is purified bovine bile salts <laughs> so mm. i take that before i eat anything with fat in it and it helps break down i actually food. have uh some of that in my kitchen that i sprinkle on like mashed potatoes it's really good yeah yeah yeah, is that, is that so? <laughs> wow. Oh, but yeah, hey. no. Uh, still not drinking. I got told after or around Thanksgiving, probably. So a couple more weeks, I think I can handle it. Okay. In the meantime, I have got some apple juice today. <laughs> That's what I'm drinking in a mason jar, like a friggin' hipster. <laughs> you are a hipster. It's really good though. Hipster doofus. I've got a. A little something different today. A hard kombucha. Which, uh, yeah, I saw that. It's What's a strange beast. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good brand. Or it's brand? Well, brewery? Whatever. What yeah. A kombucha? I mean, a kombucha. Uh, ginger, lemon, and hibiscus. Nice. I've never had this, so. You've never had this? I've never had this. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how that. I love kombucha, so. Very good. Yeah. You know, we never introduce the show when we start this. We never say, welcome back to You've Never Heard This. No, but then, like... We also don't tell them who we are. We used to, didn't we? We used to, but uh, I think we just assumed we're never going to get any new listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah. I've, you know, quite often I run into people, uh, you know, at Fort George or something, and, and we'll get into the topic of, of podcasts, and they always seem excited to check us out, so yeah. I hope they, I always hope they do. I guess we never know, but... yeah. Hopefully that guy we ran into on Halloween listened oh, yeah. to the, uh, the, Slipknot. the Slipknot episode. Yeah, and I uh, I was talking to someone a couple weeks ago at the Sunday Night Music at Fort George. Yeah. Told them about it. They seemed excited, so cool. we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? At any rate, yeah. I am Alan Barber. I'm Kirk Klinger. And we're here to bring you some music. It's yes, a mutual are. pick day. Mutual. So, so you know what you're going to be hearing a lot? God, I love this album. God, it's so good. I love this album. Yep. <laughs> so, As if you didn't know yeah. that we picked a mutual that we like. Indeed. Uh, what do we got today, Kirk? We've uh, got... Well, first of all, I need to make a disclaimer. Kirk has tried to suggest this album to me as <laughs> one of his picks at least five times. I keep and forgetting I've, that. I've had to remind him every yep. time that I already know it. So when, when you said it was listen, I could pick the listener pick, I was like, finally, let's yes. just do this yes. one. So, and here's the other thing is that it... it it usually takes Kirk a little while to respond to my texts, um, and he immediately responded this time. <laughs> he just had it locked I was like, nope, right in the barrel. I know what so, I'm going to do. So do do the honors. What are we listening this to? This is Rise Against... against 
2004 release, Siren Song of the Counterculture. Oh, I love this. Mm. I have definitely heard this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so good. One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea. Start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I've yeah. heard this. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? You got some band bio stuff, or do you want bit, me to, yeah. to do this? So, uh, uh, formed in 1999 in Chicago, not far from where I'm from, kinda. Indeed. Um, Bassist Joe Princip and guitarist mm-hmm. Dan Wiklinski. They were members <laughs> of a Chicago. That's a good rock. Polish name. Yeah. <laughs> They were members of a Chicago punk rock band called 88 Fingers yes. Louie. <laughs> and uh, we got, got uh, Tim McGillrath, Chris Chassie, yeah. and then Brandon Barnes. They went through a whole mess of lineup changes before yeah, this they album did. came yeah. out, including in the middle of recording this album. <laughs> and I don't really know their early stuff as as well. Yeah, I don't either. I uh, know it a little bit. But... I, I listened to Revolutions Per Minute a little mm-hmm, bit, but, mm-hmm. uh, but this was my introduction to the band. Yes, very, like, yes, me like too. A very influential band for me, mm-hmm. actually. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, this is a very formative uh, experience. Uh, they caught the attention of Fat Mike, who you might know from No Effects. And the uh, creator, start. he started Fat Records. Records, yep. Um, yeah, so I, uh, how did you come across them? How did I come across Rise Against? Yeah. Um, going to my very favorite record store ever in my hometown. It's a place called Sonic Rainbow. Okay. In Casper, Wyoming. And uh, I was just browsing. And mm. I I was, you know, looking through the, the punk section. And yeah. I was just really drawn to the album art. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And uh, man, knocked my socks off. Yeah. Is yeah. great. I think I bought this album and Swagger by Flogging Molly. Okay. Um, around the same, th- like probably same trip. I think. Sure. I think I bought them both at the same time. That's why I used to discover albums exactly. I kind of missed that. Is going to a record store and just looking at album covers and yeah, and I'm just being like, eh, this looks cool. I'm gonna buy it. And, mm-hmm. You know, maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't. Yeah, and this <laughs> um, this. Uh, album itself is their major label de- debut. Um, so, it's a, Wikipedia says the general consensus among Fat Records musicians was that major label, major record labels, sacrifice musical integrity in exchange for commercial profit. Now, often, this is the case. Sure, sure. Uh, Rise Against held the same belief, but eventually came to the conclusion that, unlike other labels, DreamWorks supported their politically charged lyrics, and according to McElrath, 
Their faith in what we do and the fact that they cared about stuff we cared about was an eye-opener. So Hmm. they signed Hmm. with DreamWorks in September Mm -hmm. of 2003 and was given complete creative control to record their major record label debut album, the one we are talking about today, Siren Song of the Counterculture. Um, I did find out that in the middle or uh, right around the time they were going to start recording, DreamWorks was folded into Geffen Records. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, they were... What did that say? Um, I have it right here. Nope, no, I don't. Thought I did. <laughs> uh, they were, yeah, uh, they were purchased f- for like an absurd amount of money. Really? Yes. Wow. So, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, hmm. Produced by yep. Garth. Garth Richardson. Say someone we've talked about before. Yes, on the From Autumn to Ashes episode. I didn't. Maybe I did bring it up during the From Autumn to Ashes episode. I didn't realize that he had produced an album by a Christian ska band that I was obsessed with called the OC Supertones. Oh. In addition to work with Rage Against the Machine and Melvins, and that was one of the reasons that the band picked him. Uh, as the producer because he had worked with bands like Rage Mm, who were also very politically charged. And uh, so, yeah, the result is this album. It was released on August 10th, 2004. I used to have a a Rise Against t-shirt that just said, the front just said Rise Against. And I'd get people coming up and be like, oh, yeah, I like your shirt. And I'd be like, and this was before they were, you know, I mean, they weren't huge in my area. Mm -hmm. They thought it was a Rage Against. Oh, yeah. And And then they're like, oh, Rise against. It's yeah, like, yeah. No. No. Different band. Way different. different. band. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Want to get into it? Let's get into it. Let's not waste any more time here. Mm. One thing I was going to say, it was funny. Um, I don't know if I said this last time or not. Or my, I might have just talked to you about it. Uh, Steve, a friend of ours, likes to listen. And he was saying that, I think maybe I did mention this last time. This sounds familiar. That... Our picks. Oh, there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground, and I was, I was I'm hoping that Steve, uh, he is a fan of like old punk, so we'll see if maybe this scratches that itch. Yeah, maybe of like middle ground. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I did find it. Sorry, how much uh, DreamWorks was purchased for? Universal Music Group purchased it for a hundred million dollars. Oh my. And it was eventually folded into oh Geffen God. Records. So um, wow. that was uh, the first of many. Um, inconveniences and distractions uh, during the making of this album. So not only that, but the transition period between labels left Rise Against without an A&R representative and little acknowledgement from Geffen executives. Uh, Guitarist Todd Money left the band during the writing sessions and was replaced by Chris Chase of Reach the Sky. Uh, McElrath noted that the band members were nervous about teaching Chase completely new songs in a short period. And meanwhile, McElrath was experiencing more personal distractions, um, including Rise Against fans accusing the band of selling out, and then um, uh, the birth of his child during recording. Hmm, so uh, okay. she, his, McElrath's wife went into labor while he was in the vocal booth. Oh, wow. So um, <laughs> the band temporarily moved recording sessions from Vancouver to Chicago so that he could be with his wife. So... Um, uh, you know what? They still got it done. Yeah, they did. So, and what an album they put out. Indeed. Let's get into track number one. It's called State of the Union.
yeah. What a what an album opener. Indeed, it's very heavy, very emotional. Yes. Uh, discrediting the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yes. We were fucking shit deep in those wars in yeah, 2004. Yeah, um, and it's a, you know the last verse especially is huh. saying we did not do enough to stop it from yeah. happening. Yeah. They were very again we kind of t- touched on their political yeah. leanings and they were very vocal ab- about George W. Bush. Oh yeah. Among many 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 other things, but uh, like you said, especially this when this album was recorded, you know they were you know talking about that so yeah i mean just the this part playing underneath us right now is as guilty as what our graves will read no year no family we did nothing to stop the murder of people just like us yep Uh, that's that's awesome i mean not it's i mean like the song is awesome (laughs) yeah you know um short one but i mean what a way to open an album Mm -hmm. that's very uh very powerful yes let's Keep going here with do it. the first drop. One thing I, when I first listened to this band, I didn't know what he, the singer looked like, mm-hmm. uh, Tim. And <laughs> I think when I must have seen like a music video or something, and I was like, oh, he's got such a voice. Yeah. And he's a little, just a little dude. Yeah. He, looks, he kind of <laughs> looks like a doofus. A little bit. He, he like, does. He actually, <laughs> he, he looks a lot like uh, a friend of mine from back in Wisconsin. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> he's got a very unique voice. And oh, I yeah. remember when I first listened to this album, I think it was uh, a friend of mine, Eric, who brought that up. He was like, man, he's just, I, I don't hear anyone sing the way yeah, he does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this was my introduction to really politically charged music. Sure. Um, in addition to the Terror State by Anti-Flag. Okay, yeah. And the Rock Against Bush compilations. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, uh-huh. those got a lot of yeah. uh, airplay in my in my headphones. I think for me, the first like real political band I listened to would have been Rage. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, my older brother would play Rage Against the Machine, but I wasn't really paying attention sure. to it. Because I think I was I was listening to Rage before this, I believe. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, 9-11 happened. I obviously got wrapped in, you know, into it with, like, everyone else did because I was only in the eighth grade. And, like, oh, I, yeah. I'm not, like, thinking, oh, sure. thinking for myself. And I'm like, yeah, this is a tragedy. And then, like, getting into high school and, and you know, everybody's got strong opinions when they're in high school. So I'm just like, George W. Bush is not my president. And I'm like, still not truly understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Like knowing that he's doing some pretty like messed up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh um, The, the music was, was my, the way I was learning about what was happening. Which is kind of cool. You know, like to have that artistic, um, you know, influence. Yeah. You know, I remember the Rock Against Bush albums had like a website in like in addition to the albums. Oh, and sure, on sure. The website was a list. It was like a list of 30 reasons why George W. Bush was <laughs> a bad president. And the only one I remember is uh, George W. Bush once dropped his dog on its head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh I'm like, that's <laughs> it's such a like it's just a very punk like thing. To oh, sure. Say. Like just to throw something like. Obviously not a valid reason for sure. him to be a bad uh, yeah. president, but like, but, <laughs> yeah, it's just George W. Bush once dropped his dog on his head. Like, I don't know. It's just something about that. That's funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> oh, anyway, we're not here to talk about that man and well, how he a was little bit. I mean. bad at his job, but seems like a, a interesting dude to hang out with. <laughs> yes. So let's go to track number three. Let's. It is called Life Less Frightening. Watching you mouth along to the chorus, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think we have misheard the Uh-oh. same the same oh, no. part. <laughs> what do you think the chorus lyrics are? Oh God, I'm wrong, aren't I? We're both wrong. If if my suspicions are correct, since I don't ask for much. Yeah. What's the next line? Don't ask for much. Truth is all I've settled for. Okay, no. So, okay, so I thought it was trophy. A trophy's all I'll settle oh. for. It's truth be told, I'd settle for a life less frightening. Well, I still wasn't right then. You were closer than I was. Yeah. Okay. Um, this song is awesome. So, oh, yeah. the message of the song is instead of asking for more aggression and action, 
to solve like external conflict, this song is begging for internal peace. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, truth be told, I'd settle for a life less frightening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cool. And I like this bass part too. Yeah. I wasn't sure we interlude. Were, I wasn't sure we were going to make it to this part in talking about the song. But... Yeah, this next part's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, how about Paper Wings? How about it? The song is one to keep it going. I know. So this song was my introduction to the band. Really? Uh, because it was included on a really fun video game called Burnout 3 yeah. Takedown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of why, I mean, the game was fun, but I also, I played it just because the soundtrack was, at that time, like, right up my alley. Yeah. So I've got, I've got it here. I just want to name a few of the b- bands that were on this soundtrack. Uh, Funeral for a Friend, Franz Ferdinand, Ramones, Pennywise, uh, let's see, Fall Out Boy, uh, Yellow Card, Von Bondi, uh, obviously this song, From First to Last, uh, Reggie and the Full Effect, My Chemical Romance, yeah. Newfound Glory, Midtown, Motion City Soundtrack, Bouncing Souls, Matches, um, let's see what other ones did I like. Jimmy Eat World, Atrey You. So yeah, there's another song from this album that was on a video game soundtrack. Give It All was I saw on that. Need for Speed Underground 2, which is my favorite Need for Speed album. I don't. Remember. I can hear Riders in the Storm right now in my head, just thinking about that song. Really? It, it, it's a. It's one of the songs that plays like during the like the menu, or oh, I mean, in, sure. in gameplay too. Sure. But, uh, I don't know if I played that one. Oh, it's the best one, dude. Hmm. I'll have to look it up and see Need if I recognize like, it. Underground too. I mean, because I played a lot of those games. I've yeah. Been, hmm. Interesting. Check it out. Yeah, I'll have to look because I feel like if if uh, it had a good soundtrack like that, I w- mm-hmm. it would have stood out to me. Anyway, so yeah, that was my. So this is uh, he's kind of singing about someone that's having a tough time in life. They like he said they're, who, who? they. They were flying on paper wings. Well, and it's it it brings to mind the story of Icarus too. Yes, so they yes. got a little they got a little too yeah. 
uh, hubris is yes. uh, is a very humbling thing when yes. everything comes crashing down exactly. around you. Yeah. So their paper wings burned up. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I stole your thunder. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> that was very passive aggressive. No, it's fine. <laughs> I am not passive aggressive. Uh, wait. <laughs> I'm surprised you said that with a straight face. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, before this becomes a uh, an argument, let's go to no, track number. <laughs> I was gonna actually. I was gonna say it's both of our podcasts. That's true, and we're both passive aggressive. <laughs> let's be honest. Oh boy, track number five, right. however, is not called passive aggressive. It's it called, is not. It's called blood to bleed. No more blood to bleed. Indeed. Been draining into the sea. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. I love, love it. the song. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I it. said, so I know. It's like. <laughs> uh, I've been the, trying not to just, yeah. Every, like <laughs> I love the bass intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure walking down the street in my high school days, I heard like someone's garage band trying to play this song. Oh, really? I'm almost positive and i yeah i never like heard <laughs> i never heard a band coming from that house ever again after that so maybe they were just blasting this song but, oh, uh, maybe. but it didn't sound as good so weird yeah maybe i don't know the chorus <laughs> gives me goosey bumps yes so seriously good. yep man though these guys i was so happy to do this album finally me too finally <laughs> check it off the list right yeah God, man finally now I can stop asking sending me. you this one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kirk, what's your pick? Rise Star again. Star with all? <laughs> uh, no. Told you like three times now. <laughs> and eventually we'll get to uh, the the picks we were supposed to do like three episodes ago because we got oh, sucked yeah, in. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah. sucked into Halloween season. And yes, we did. You've, I've had one in my Spotify. Plenty of plenty of weeks to, to I don't even to remember that. what I gave you now oh, I guess I can't say it uh, yeah you uh, can't I'll, I'll, I'll let you know uh, on our on our break when I think about off it off mic it could come it we could should come. take that break after this next song after the next one yeah gotcha. track number six is called To Them These Streets Belong So look in my eyes what will you leave behind once you've gone so precious you got what you came for now I Open last the best part of eternity Ran out of hands to 
Perfect song to for a mosh pit circle. Oh yeah, <laughs> I used to be obsessed with this song, yeah. and my obsession has been renewed yeah. since uh, researching for the podcast. Oh sure. In fact, I wrote the lyrics, uh, the intro lyrics around the edge of my first guitar. Did you really? Yeah, I, I just something about those lyrics I yeah. loved. Nice. So good. Again. But these ghosts come alive like water and wine, walk through these streets singing songs Some and carrying, carrying signs. signs. Yeah. To them, these streets belong. So good. It's a, so just, good. Just a beautiful line there. Yeah. Here it is again. Yeah, I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. Oh, Tim. Right? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. I'll reveal to Kirk the album he gave me a month ago. God, I feel like I should be able to remember that I don't remember. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Bye. Hi, everybody. At You've Never Heard This. My name is Matt from the Nighthawks podcast. And I'm Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast. We're asking with some incredulity, you've never heard the Nighthawks podcast? You mean the Nighthawks podcast, the cinema-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late? The very same Nighthawks podcast that gives you valuable context on film and covers new movies and old movies? The Nighthawks podcast also covers movies we love and movies nobody loves. You like how we keep saying Nighthawks podcast? Nighthawks podcast. You can find Nighthawks podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. And we also cover movies from Norway. Nighthawks podcast. The movie nobody loves is Shark Week. Yay! 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 We're halfway through this album we love, which means we still have a whole half to go. Love it. That sounded deeper in my mind. Well, it's pretty deep. Not as deep as these <laughs> lyrics, but... No. <laughs> Never will be, either. Oh. That's okay. Right. Well, let's not waste any time. I want to listen to more. Yeah, me too, Track actually. number seven. It's called Tip the Scales.
We breathe so selfishly. It's got this whole album's got some great sing-along lyrics. Oh my to god, it. yeah. You could just imagine a whole. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna lean into that one. <laughs> so I you could just imagine a whole crowd <laughs> just shouting him. Oh, for sure. That sounded awesome in my headphones, by the way. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed. I wanted to look at the, the waveform. Wave. Mm. I missed it. I'll, I'll screenshot it when I, when I edit later, and I'll <laughs> send it to you. It. You're sure you'll see it. Oh, probably. Um, have you seen them live? No. Um, Not yet. I did. God, man, many years ago. This must have been maybe later 2000s. Um, they were at a Warped tour. Yeah, so. and uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. This is really the only album I've like listened to all the way through. I, like I said, I had Revolutions per minute, but I I barely listened to it. Um, in fact, the only track I remember for sure off of it is their their cover of Any Way You Want It. Oh, Journey. yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the album. Oh, I forget the name of it now. The album after this, I was really big into too. Yeah, but this has always been my favorite album yeah for sure. and i mean in doing the research for the pod it kind of makes me want to listen yeah. to a little more but uh and this is one of those bands I've, I've run into this before uh on the podcast where i'm like oh i love this album and it's like wait why have i not you know gone a little deeper into their catalog i'm just i i always get worried that it's just a flash in the pan type thing yeah and i'm like or is that the right yeah the right yeah. saying or like catching lightning in a bottle, I think is what I was trying to say. Oh, but, okay. But you know, I just don't want it ruined by. Oh, like that. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yes, and we have talked about that. Yeah. I don't think I ever really think that way. Maybe a little, depending on the band. Um, but I think I think I run into this more often when it, the album I got into is in like the middle of their catalog. Yeah. Whereas you know, I look at a band like. You know, Deftones, mm-hmm. who I, you know, have listened to. You've been following since the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. So I've started with, you know, the first album and just kept going. I almost listened to them the other day, by the way. I was like, I kind of want to give them a shot. And then I was like, no, uh, no. <laughs> I want Kirk to no, be No, they're the one. still, yeah, I was going to say, they're still on my list. I'm still struggling with. Which album? Which album? Well, because you said they're all so different from. They're, they're, they're all pretty different. And there's, I mean, their catalog is huge. Right. So it's like, man, which one would be the best, you know, to to introduce someone to them? Yeah. And like I've talked to my brother about it and he has his idea and I have my idea and we kind of disagree on that. So anyway. As long we'll as you're see. not throwing you as one. long as you're not throwing punches over it. I don't <laughs> I don't like the idea of you and, and Nathan fighting like that. I mean, my money's on me, but you know. No. <laughs> you bar- barrel-chested young man like you? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's taller and he's got more reach, so. Oh, yeah. I'm we'll sure, see. yeah. I don't know. Actually, I kind of do want to see that now. <laughs> I want to see who will All win. right, Nathan, next time you come out, we got to fight. Yep. Fisty, fisty cuffs. <laughs> Nathan's probably like, oh, I've been waiting years for this. Just, uh, just make sure you do it anywhere but here.
I literally, you forgot you were doing a podcast. Literally, was just sitting here listening to the songs. Wow. I guess I didn't make it too far in. He jumped like three inches out of his chair. I was like, oh yeah. I gotta turn this down. You know what we haven't talked about this whole time, Kirk? Huh? Brandon Barnes is a shit hot drummer. Oh yeah, I was actually like, especially this song. That's one thing I was like really focusing on right now is I was like, man, these like, drums are nuts. My ankles and my arms hurt just thinking about it. Oh, my God, yeah. The double pedal. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. He's killing it in this song. Yes, he is. Which which is awesome because we had yeah. two episodes in a row with some pretty shit hot drummers. Oh, yeah. With Joey Jordison last time. Oh, come on. I know. So good. Yeah. Some, some tasty, I almost said tasty licks, but I don't think there's anything <laughs> as a drum lick. <laughs> Unless you lick the drum, uh, that'd be which weird. I don't suggest. You know so, that from experience. Someone's yeah. someone's nuts could have been on him. Yeah, John Bonham <laughs> played Moby Dick for real. Yes. Did you uh, my drum set? I love that movie. Why are you all sweaty? Just watching cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta watch it now. Did you know? Did you know that as a ra- as a rap gift, <coughs> the uh, the props department gave Will Ferrell the set of fake nuts. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they gave yeah. it to him. That's awesome. That's great. That's perfect. Indeed. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Get a little off on a tangent Ooh. there. If you don't know what we're talking about, go watch Step Brothers. Oh, so funny. I love it. Where and are we at now, Kirk? We are on Give It All. I love that, uh, the way he does that right there, where they kind of change, I don't know how you'd even, they get kind of quiet and he sings and then he goes back to, then it goes back to the, like the loud screaming yeah. and yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. This is another great chorus. Absolutely. Very much a sing-along chorus. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, also, a lot of their songs are like you're saying is like anthems, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I have a distinct memory of this song. Uh, my friend Ryan, who I might have brought up last episode, he's a big Slipknot fan. Oh, okay. And uh, my friend Max, his name is Max Funk. It's a pretty cool name. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. We we went to Denver because our friend Matt's father passed away. Okay. And so we were going down for the funeral, and Ryan and Max are huge metalheads mm-hmm. so I don't think of a band like Rise Against being in their wheelhouse because it's more punk oriented yeah. 
Yeah. But, you know, you just, everybody's got, uh, you know, specific taste in music. Oh, and sure. a lot of it is surprising. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a distinct memory of us just singing this song at the top of our lungs on the way, I don't remember if it was on the way to or on the way back from Denver. Oh, okay. We were all just going crazy. That's the best. Yeah, I love great. those, like, especially in the car moments. Of uh-huh. Some, you know, you and your friends that all know the same, mm-hmm. you know, music. And you're not, like, embarrassed no. to do no, so. No, you're, you're just yeah. belting it out. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, that's what I think of every single well, time good. I hear that song. Okay, nice. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was not a... Uh, the most pleasant reason for a road trip, but uh, but sometimes those you know those uh, really good moments can come out of yeah, things like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Just like you said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We were just you know we're on our way to be there for our, our friend Matt and yeah made some memories along the way. I'm I mean, sure you did. Uh, yeah. uh, that I mean, was the same trip where I had just turned 21 oh, and wow. I <laughs> we went to a restaurant and ordered a pitcher. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I'll, I'll I'll pour for everybody. I had oh, never no. I had never I poured never. a glass of beer in my life <laughs> oh. and I pour it directly <laughs> oh. into the cup and they're like Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing? You have to tip the glass, and I'm like, so it was like, do you three quarters <laughs> yeah. head? Yeah, it was like three quarters head, last quarter beer, as if uh, f- uh, that's like if Frito Lay had made beer, that's what this glass would be. Where <laughs> oh, yeah. just the bottom is chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, oh, yeah. that's another memory. That's, good. that's another memory I will take away from that. Also, buying a pair of Beetle boots <laughs> on that same trip. What are Beetle boots? <laughs> the boots that the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. anyway, <laughs> a random assortment of memories, but uh, it kind of nice. all just all just came flooding back just yeah. now talking about that song. So very cool. It's my favorite part of music. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Well, here's one thing we don't really have to do here in Astoria, Oregon. Nope. At least not this time of year. You won't see us. Dancing for rain. Acoustic intro. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, a cello later in this song, and the cellist is uh, someone by the name of Nicholas Simons. Saw that, yeah. Uh, he wasn't at the time, but is now a member of the Legislative Assembly of British <laughs> Columbia. Oh wow! And also a member of their new Democratic Party. 
Holy cow. Uh, yeah. What so that's a pretty cool. switch. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I didn't realize this uh, until yesterday when I looked into it. The artwork for the album, which I mentioned, oh, yeah. was yes. what drew me to it in the first yep. place, was uh, done by Shepard Ferry. I saw that too, yeah. And if you don't know who Shepard Ferry is, he's he came up with the – he's a street artist, one of the like most successful you know, street artists out there. Here's the cello, by the way. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so he did the Obey mm-hmm. logo. Yeah, and he, yep. he is also responsible for the Obama Hope yep. poster. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, looking at the album artwork now, I'm like, oh, of course. You can guys see it, yeah. yeah. Of course it is, because mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you know, his style. Yeah, so. yeah. He definitely yeah. has his style. That now, I mean, Especially with, like, the Obama, yeah. I think, really. or And the Obey, but, uh-huh. yeah. Did you know that the, the face on the Obey logo is... Um, Andre the Giant? No. Oh. I didn't know that, but I feel like I may have heard it at some yeah, time and just, just like didn't retain it. In, in your that collect, does sound yeah, familiar. Memory, yeah, yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we're here, folks. Oh. The oh. penultimate track. And if oh. you know a Rise Against song, it's, you prob- know this it's one. probably this one. And it's a good one. Yep. It sure is. One. Track number 11 is called Swing Life Away. I didn't want to turn it down. Yeah, this is a definitely a departure from the rest of yes. the album. Um, but uh, one thing I just say real quick uh, on that note is that I love how this song showcases the other side of his voice. Oh yeah, of like, I mean, he, there's no screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, he's you know, it shows a, a, his, that uniqueness like you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it captures the emotions of coming to terms with the joy that can be found in a mediocre mm-hmm. life while staying optimistic about the future. It talks about life on minimum wage or not getting paid at all and is one of their songs where um, Tim McElrath explains that it's a dedicated, passionate relationship being far more important than money. Yeah. Um, somehow this ended up being my senior class song. 
Whoa, yeah. really? <laughs> I don't know how. It was also up against a song called The Long Road by Tiger Army. <laughs> what? And then like your obvious choices like uh, Good Riddance by Green Day. Oh, of course, yeah. Which is fun. The year before, it was The River by Garth Brooks. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the cool thing is at every graduation ceremony, the high school choir sings the senior class song. So I got to sing this song oh, at a graduation ceremony with, with my choir. It was, it was cool. awesome. It was that's, very cool. That's cool. I still have no idea how it got voted in. No, uh, that's, this seems like it'd be kind of obscure, especially yeah. even back then. Huh. Yep. That's cool, so, though. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think I always... Especially since it was like two years old by this point. Yeah, because this album came out in 04 and I graduated. Well, I didn't graduate. I got my GED in 2006. Oh, but. <laughs> um, I think I always related to that song because uh, especially when I knew they were from Chicago and the music video kind of kind of goes along with the lyrics a little bit of him. It's like him and his buddies just bumming around Chicago mm-hmm. and he's recording the song on a cassette tape. They're riding in the back of a truck. You know, they're just kind of hanging out. And then there's a kind of a part where we talk about, like, he's he is kind of a little dude. He's in a bar, and some, you know, big meathead guy bumps into him, and he accidentally drops the cassette tape of this song, and the the meathead stomps on it. Yeah. It's like, it's just, but it's just like, when I knew they were from Chicago, especially the line, too, of... Uh, um, I think that it's time to move... Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Uh, I think that it's time to move. The summer's too short. or The, s- uh, the winter's so cold, summer's over too soon. Soon, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Let's pack our bags and settle down where palm trees grow. So again, like like that, just kind of living this, like you said, like mediocre life. Yeah. You know, like I did that in, you know, small town Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, yeah, I want to move where somewhere, somewhere warm. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I think I really related to the song yeah. that way. It's a good one. It's a really good one. And here we are at the end. Oh, I had one other thought. Oh, go for on, it. oh no, yeah. no, yeah. Um, on this song, uh, so apparently they had he had written it years before this, and they didn't think it fit the heavier albums before. Right. Then they revisited it while recording this album, and apparently they re-recorded whatever they had had up to that point. And I saw a mention that it wasn't quite right yet, and he found. I don't know how, like Cheryl Crow's guitar in the studio <laughs> and used that to record part of this. Interesting. And then that's when they're like, okay, yeah. Huh. So, yeah. I don't know. All Cheryl right. Crow's guitar, I guess. Well, that makes me hate this song a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what else? I literally, I just found this in, when I was typing in the song into Google, or excuse me, Genius. Huh. Um, Machine Gun Kelly covered this song. Mm. And I, I don't I, know if I want to listen to it. I was going to say, I don't know if I... <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't You're going to check it out, though, aren't I you? Probably once, I, once we're done yeah, recording. I, say, I, I just need to know if it sounds the same or if it... Oh, I can't. Oh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have thoughts. That was that was something I probably didn't need, even need to know, but... Well, <laughs> no, that's why. That's okay. <laughs> Let's go to last track. Let's do it. It's called Rumors of My Demise <laughs> Have Been Greatly Exaggerated.
I've always loved that line. It's life that scares me to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the title of the song comes from the story of when Mark Twain, at the height of his career, yeah. <laughs> was touring in London and giving speeches to repay debts that had accumulated in America. A rumor circulated in the United States that he had gotten gravely sick and eventually died. Like most rumors, it got completely out of hand, and he wrote an open letter disputing his obituary, saying the reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> That's not, it's such a. I, I've heard that quote before. I don't know. It's a. It's a. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. Here we are. So what'd you think, Alan? Uh, I thoughts? hate this no. album. God. <laughs> I hate it so oh, much. Oh God, it's so good. Oh. It's a good one. It is a and good one. And it's uh, got a special place in my heart. So, yep, me too. Love it. Yeah. Do you want to do a? Do you want to do the playlist pick? Or do you want to do it for the next album? Oh, sorry. I think I, hope I, I think I'll do it for this one, and I'll and I'll make you pick okay, a song okay, for the playlist right, for, the, okay. for the next album. Okay. So, um, you know, I was gonna. Uh, the obvious choice for me would be to to them these streets belong because I was so obsessed with it. But I just got the warm fuzzies thinking about all the memories tied to give it all. So I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna Very make, nice. make it that one. Love That's it. A good one. That's a good one. Yep. No wrong answers in this. No wrong answers that. on that one. Oh, you guys, I was gonna give you the URL for our new website, but I haven't. Oh, I, I haven't. About that. I haven't tweaked it enough. I'm still not pleased with it. So. We'll get that to you sometime. Um, in the meantime, you can get a hold of us through email. Uh, that's neverheardpod at gmail.com. Facebook is also a good place to get a hold of us. That's facebook.com slash neverheardpod. And uh, tag us if you're listening to episodes on Instagram or if you have any comments. Yeah, we'd love to uh, hear. I mean, I, we'll get a little interaction on uh, Facebook. but Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let us know. Let us know whatever. What you, you know, If you're listening, if you're someone new, like, like I said, if I met you at Fort George and you're listening, I'd love to to know yeah. that, that you uh, did check us out. Please to let us know. Yeah. That'd be great. I'd love it. And, uh, you know, we just, yeah, like I said, we love that you listen. And, uh, love you guys. It, it's, a, it's a small number of you guys, but you're loyal listeners, and uh, that's the reason why you're, you're in the janky gang. You are. You know we love you. We where tell we you at? all the time. Where are we at with merch, Kirk? Soon. As soon as I get this crap moved out of here i'm going down all right that'll be this week so nice that's coming real soon sweet yep we'll get get you the deets on that here in a couple yeah, weeks Sounds absolutely like. Ooh, that was good timing yeah, album's was. over we love you guys love you bye mm.